0: What's up, everyone? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hope you're doing awesome. Hope you're doing fantastic. Uh, Dean Kulawiri here. So on today's live stream, and I go live every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. Today, I have a very special segment. Uh, This one's for all you cybersecurity uh, professionals out there or those of you with an interest in cybersecurity. You want to get in the field. Maybe you're a new graduate. Maybe you're already in the field and and you want to know how to expand your career. Maybe you're in in some other field or or some other industry right now and you want to make the transition into cybersecurity. Anyway, if you have an interest in cybersecurity, today's session is definitely for you. So make sure you uh, stay tuned. Uh, Make sure you hit me up with a like and a share as well, folks, uh, for anyone in your network that might be interested in today's session. I have a very special guest today. I have my friend Ali Khan joining me, also known as The Cyber Ali. He's an author and cybersecurity professional. And we're going to be talking, or not me, not we, but he's going to be talking and sharing tips, advice, and strategies on how you can thrive in this very exciting field, right? So I'm going to bring Ali on shortly, but don't be shy. Introduce yourself in the comments, folks, and uh, let us know who you are. Let me know who you are, where you're tuning in from, what your background is, what what field you're in, and let us know your interest in cybersecurity and what questions you have, what what issues you might be going going through right now. And, uh, and let us know folks in the comments. We definitely wanna hear about that. And uh, don't be shy again. we got Gurpreet in the house. Gurpreet says, hi Dean, good morning. Hey Gurpreet, good to see you here. Thanks so much for tuning in. So keep the comments coming folks. All right, so I'm gonna give an introduction for my fantastic guest today, my friend Ali. So just a little bit of background real quick. Ali and I actually went to school together. So we went to uh, to university together. And especially, I think I met Ali in, in my fourth year, right? We were both doing a, an honors degree in information technology. It was, it was the fourth year classes, and I personally know Ali. He's a really great guy, really cool, uh, and just really fun to be around as well. And uh, I'm just really excited and really great to see uh, Ali doing so well for him, and I'm really excited that he just released his new book. Uh, so just a bit of background, folks, regarding Ali, who's who's today's guest. So Ali, having been brought up in over three continents as part of his childhood, Ali Uh, who has a CISO, CISM, CISSP, CDPSC, CISA, also known as Hashtag TheCyberAli is an executive cybersecurity professional, father, author, thought leader, mentor, angel investor, and humanitarian. Ali serves the cybersecurity industry globally with his innovative approach to executing and delivering on cybersecurity initiatives. As a mentor and educator, Ali continues to work closely with educational institutions, to develop the next generation of cybersecurity professionals and also provides mentorship, guidance and career coaching to upcoming and aspiring cyber professionals and startups. Ali also volunteers his time and efforts at not-for-profit organizations, providing his subject matter expertise. Ali has an executive management certificate in leading organizations in disruptive times from INSEAD. School of Business hope, hope I pronounced that correctly in France and honors Bachelor of Arts majoring in information technology management stream from York University, Canada. And is a certified Chief Information Security Officer, uh, CISO, Certified Information Security Manager, Certified Information Systems Security Professional, Certified Data Privacy Solutions Engineer, and Certified Information Systems Auditor. Ali has a NATO and level two secret clearance from the government of Canada. So, folks, in the comments, I want you to give, give a very warm welcome to my special guest today, Ali, and uh, we'll, we're going to get him on right now. Hey, Ali, how's it going, my friend? How are you doing?
1: Hey, hey Dean, uh, doing well, doing well. Good to see you.
0: Awesome, awesome. Fantastic. So, folks, uh, uh, make sure you uh, give Ali a warm welcome in the comments. Don't be shy. Uh, so, Ali, I know it's been a while since, I mean, last time I think we met in person was back when both of us were in school right i mean over 10 probably what over 10 years ago not to age ourselves but i think around then right
1: yeah yeah i mean um once a yorker i guess always a yorker right i mean yeah, yeah, uh, i think uh, i think that that goes back uh, wow it's about 11 years i think now and um it's been a while but it's good to you know it's good to it's good to always stay connected and and, and see you around and i'm glad to see you know uh, how far you've come along as well and you know really really great to get in touch
0: absolutely my friend i so glad to see you uh,
1: see how far you've come as well and congrats
0: on your new book thank you so much for mailing a copy out to me and uh, it's and look folks by the way for, for those of you who want now ali is very very kind enough to actually he wants to give away uh two free copies of his books to two lucky winners on today's stream but you have to stay for the entire stream and ali is gonna personally handpick uh is, yeah two uh, two of the best comments which could be comments or maybe they're questions they have to be cybersecurity related. So don't be shy, folks, right? So Ali is going to be personally look, keeping his eye on the comments. And for those of you who are asking great questions about cybersecurity or building a career in cybersecurity or just comments that you want to share about the field, Ali will be personally picking out two winners, all right? So that's that's how you want to participate in the contest. And you can win a free copy of uh, of uh, Ali's new book. So thanks so much, Ali, for doing that. I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. we... Awesome. So, so, Ali, you know, just kind of getting right into it. Right. So can you please tell us about yourself? I know I gave a bit of an introduction, but can you tell us about yourself and how did you get into cybersecurity?
1: Yeah, no, sure, Dean. I mean, I think, um, you know, just to kind of start off with. So, um, you know, we, 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 we kind of graduated together um, at school and we completed our program. Um, after that, I think it was, uh, you know, it was just interesting the way that obviously, you know, my kind of co-ops turned out and, and the way that I kind of shifted into the field overall, I started off by doing some, obviously some risk management sort of activities. Um, I, you know, I joined a professional services firm. Uh, this goes back in 2010, uh, about, te- about, about 11 years back and, uh, you know, started off with that. And then it wasn't until, uh, you know, roughly speaking, uh, just by the, the first quarter of 2011, when I had my first, you know, core cybersecurity engagement through my professional services sort of engagement back then, when I actually started to to work deep into the field and start to take a look at it and start to explore it more further, and uh, you know, I, I, I it just it just attracted me so so nicely, and I really got um, you know really got into it and uh, started to kind of learn more and 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 it's interesting because as as I went more deeper into it. I started to learn that uh, you know I hadn't even scratched the surface, and there was just so much to 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 learn and to and to and to figure out and so forth overall. Um, and and that's what started it. So so uh, you know, uh, it was really you know completing those risk management courses at school. I believe we had that optional uh, uh, course. I still remember back at uh, back at York when we completed that, and then transitioning yeah. that into my uh, my co ops and internships that I completed as part of that, and then getting into the actual. Uh, you know my my first full-time position uh back in 2010 and then kicking it off and that's how it really started and then once i got into it um it it really you know it really took me by by excitement and i just couldn't stop learning more and more and uh you know then i started to 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 carry on with obviously the field um it's a massive field i mean as we'll talk about it today as well there's there, there there's so much there's so many domains to it there's so much uh uh, you know there, there's so many certifications to it as well and you know it it, it it it's a it's a complete field by itself and uh and and you know just uh you know just as exciting as it, as it gets there's so much to it and i'm sure we'll we'll get to it as we as we go along but but yeah that's kind of how i got into it and i'm uh and there's no looking back as you know it's just going great and you know obviously it's 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 a very uh, high demand high potential field
0: amazing amazing fantastic so ali you know out of curiosity like what what do you personally like about cybersecurity? like what is it that really Drew you in uh, at the early stages, and I mean, even right now, like, what keeps you there?
1: Um, I guess, I guess, excitement is the biggest thing that I would, uh, I would add to it uh, or mention about. Um, and and it's not just excitement about uh, you know about the fact that you're going to work and you're just trying to you know com- complete on with your activities. It's more about excitement about what's potentially next. Um, I mean, you know, th- th- this field has. You know folks like us that are working on what i'd like to call uh you know the good side right uh, but there's but there's probably an equivalent amount of people that are actually also working on the bad side and yeah. um, and you know what comes from there uh is 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 what excites the good guys is what i would say right mm-hmm. um you know the you know the kind of attacks that we see are happening globally um you know the kind of the kind of uh you know the kind of things that we see in the news around what you know what what that side is doing and how they're you know how they're how they're kind of doing it is really what what keeps us motivated to keep doing more. Um, and it's kind of like that equal force, right? So you have all these you know you know you know you have somebody pulling the rope on this side and then you're trying to pull the rope on this side as well and you're just trying to stay um, you know you know trying to maintain that that that, that security posture for your organization and clients. Uh, it's just that excitement that's that's part of that that really keeps you into it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, we just got a few shout-outs here. I'm just gonna uh, put on the screen. We got somaya in the house who says hi Ali and Dean. Thanks for your time. Good to have you here, Somaya. Thanks for tuning in. We got Miriam Khan in the house. Miriam says, Hi Ali and Dean, super excited for the session today. Awesome. We got uh Yunus. Hopefully, I pronounced your name correctly, my friend. Yunus says, Because you can hashtag the cyber Ali. And Yunus also says it's great, great pleasure to join this session. Awesome, awesome. And then Uh, so kind of moving along, Ali, and, uh, what are the, what are some of the different areas within cybersecurity? And the second part of my question is, what is your focus personally?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, no, thanks for those, uh, shout outs. I think really appreciate it. I think, um, it would be kind of nice to also see, uh, where people are joining from. So if it's maybe possible for people just share maybe a country or city, whatever they're comfortable with, I think it'll be nice to see that. So, uh. Kind of see some, uh, you know, some uh, some geographical kind of inputs. Um, yeah. So I mean, uh, Dean, c- cybersecurity by itself is a uh, it's a complete field. I mean, it 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 has elements of technical areas. It has elements of uh, management and leadership areas. Um, it has it has elements of you know project management of uh, analytics and so on and so forth overall. Um, so there's there, there's a really misnomer in the field where people actually believe that it's just a technical field and you really need to be a a techie to be a good cybersecurity professional. That's actually not, that's actually not true. Um, you know, this field, we need people from all, all areas, right? We need, we need very good um, marketing. We need very good people from marketing who can help, uh, you know, the, the vendors in cybersecurity that can help, you know, consulting organizations in cybersecurity um, as this field, we need very good analytics and very good analytical individuals that can help with the, uh, applying some of that knowledge to start to build, uh, you know, patterns to start to build, uh, you know, uh, uh, identify anomalies and so on and so forth as part of, you know, specific areas. We need technical people definitely to start to deal with, uh, you know, incidents to start to deal with, you know, some of the more technical areas around cybersecurity. We also need uh, leadership. So we need a lot of people in management that can actually manage uh, major programs uh, in cybersecurity that can help, uh, you know, function as CISOs in organizations and so forth overall. Um, uh, so it's, it's it's basically a complete field, and uh, you know uh, one of the things that uh, you know I have kind of learned as 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 you know progress to do the career and so forth overall is that you need people from all areas and all all so forth. I mean, again, it's uh, it, it's about having the you know the, the the right mix of individuals and the right mix of people within an organization in cyber that would help provide that true complete kind of capability uh, within organizations. Um, now, one of the things that we'll see a lot, a lot as well, is that uh, uh, there, there's many, there's many organizations that cannot actually fulfill some of these capabilities because mm. you know they're either you know, you know, they might be too small and they just want to focus on their business, which is just fine. And they just want to get along with, uh, you know, with, with, their, with their business and kind of complete their activities. So they most likely outsource some of these activities so, so to some service providers and, so, you know, consulting and professional service organizations as well and so forth overall. So there's that element of kind of, you know, sales as well that you need as well for, for individuals that want to work in those fields. Um, so it's a complete field just like, uh, you know, just like any other. Uh, and uh, there's individuals from all, all types of, uh, you know, professional backgrounds that are required in it. Absolutely.
0: Okay, amazing point. Yeah. So I mean, from what you're saying, Ali, it's not just and I think, uh, you know, um, in general, when 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 a lot of us think about cybersecurity, we're thinking about, you know, the the hacker who's, you know, in the dark coding some stuff or hacking and, you know, uh, or or maybe, uh, you know, uh, defending um, the companies and stuff like that from from that technical standpoint. But clearly, obviously, from what you're saying, this is I mean, it's it's way broader than just that, like there's technical people, there's non-technical people. So I think this this gives a lot of options for people out there, right because not everyone wants to be hands on technical uh, and you know not everyone wants to be uh, on the non-technical side of things as well uh, so you personally Ali like which part what, like how do you feel like what what areas are you in personally?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely so um. My, my area of expertise is around uh, security operation centers and in uh, building and standing up, uh, you know, high end managed threat detection response services. Now, let me try to let me try to just explain that in, in a bit more of, yeah, sure. uh, of, of, of a simple view is, um, you know, there, there's there's a major area around cyber where, you know, you're monitoring and actively looking at uh, suspicious activities that are occurring within your environment and perhaps around your environment uh, externally as well. Um, usually these are operations rooms that are sort of set up uh, within organizations or either outsourced to, you know, service providers uh, where you have, uh, you know, uh, a number of different technologies that you're actually looking at and are, are able to actually um, be able to detect, uh, you know, certain suspicious activities and certain suspicious threats uh, overall. Um, uh, so my, my area of expertise is all around building and standing up these security operation centers for clients. Okay. And uh, basically helping them enable uh, security, situational awareness and be able to deal with uh, uh, suspicious events and actually true events uh, in the event that they occur and so forth overall. So it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's specifically if we were to kind of break down cybersecurity into, uh, into the areas around sort of you know, management, uh, you know, uh, administrative and uh, you know, leadership and sort of the technical core. Uh, my sort of expertise would fall into the kind of technical core sort of security operation center side and so forth overall. And that's uh, and that's what I've been doing as a as a consultant, uh, you know, since, uh, you know, since uh, since school, since I graduated, um, you know, had the opportunity to work with, uh, you know, over um, over 25 plus different clients now in different markets, uh, including uh, Canada, uh, U.S., uh, Europe, um, uh, you know, Middle East and so forth overall. Okay, awesome, awesome. So we got some more uh, shout-outs here. So we got Mariam
0: says, hi, Dean and uh, Ali. Super excited for the session. Looking forward to learning about cybersecurity. Hashtag CyberAli. Good to have you here, Mariam. Uh, We got Rushita, who's from Toronto. Awesome. Mariam is also from Toronto. Looks like a lot of Toronto peeps. we got the UK in the house. We got my friend Domendra all the way from the UK. We got Eunice from Lagos, Nigeria. Wow, that's awesome. And we got Abi from uh, Calgary, Alberta. Good to have you, Abi. And Kumar says, tuning in from Toronto. Great session so far. Awesome, awesome. So folks, by the way, for those of you who just tuned in, just to give you a heads up, uh, Ali will be personally selecting uh, two of the best comments from the comments uh, to give away away two free copies of his book, all right? So, but but it can't can't be a random comment. Like you have to, it has to be a well thought out, you know, good question related to cybersecurity or building a career in cybersecurity uh, or a comment. And Ali will be selecting two winners to give away a uh, free copies of his book, all right. So, so I'll uh, keep those comments coming, folks. All right. So, Ali, getting into the next thing now. Now, obviously, you know, as a result of COVID nineteen, and and I don't know if this is because of COVID nineteen or not, but either uh, directly or indirectly, Ali, like, has this increased the demand for cybersecurity professionals, or is it just that it's more now visible? Like, because I don't, I'm always hearing about companies uh, having these security issues, right? So, is this something? Is this like is there a visible increase or is it just that I'm just noticing these things right now or has this always been the case?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. So, so I think um, COVID has certainly uh, you know increased demand, and, and it's particularly because uh, you know most of the professional working environment has 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 adopted working remotely, yeah. uh, which an increase basically means some uh, some additional protection that needs to be put in place uh, to be able to protect. Uh, the company and to protect the employees of the company that are basically working through them wow. um, there's still globally obviously many companies that cannot adopt a remote workforce model so in that case you know people are not just using computers but they're also logging in through cell phones and all those kinds of other uh, mobile and uh, you know uh, bring your own device sort of sort of activities so there's obviously been an uptick in that and uh, you know uh, you know uh, there's a lot of demand from there however also speaking from a field perspective um the, the the shortage in cybersecurity, it's just a global sort of uh view that we're just experiencing overall. I mean, right now, um there are different reports from different sort of uh, kind of views but one of the more kind of common ones from IC squared which is one of the professional certification bodies in the um, you know in the industry they 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 are estimating a shortage of around 4 million people in the field when you look at demand versus supply and 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 you know that that includes some numbers from the pandemic but it also includes numbers from before uh um you know based on just you know demand and supply and also from emerging tech right so right, right. there's also a lot of emerging tech these days when you know when we talk about uh, you know iot devices or iob internet of bodies uh wearable technology you're talking about 3d printing you know autonomous vehicles yeah um uh, you know the, the whole shift to the cloud um the, the, the whole field cyber is just expanding uh, from that perspective and yeah. uh, and and, uh, and and right now, I mean, th- there is a global shortage uh, by by at least four million. Uh, wow, four million uh, global shortage. Wow. If we are to if we are to look at demand and supply, so uh, and IC Score actually, you know, if if you take a look at that, it, it actually it actually breaks it down by region. So so there's about a half a million in North America. Yeah. The biggest The biggest shortage wow. is in is in the is in the Pacific region. In the sort of in the uh, if you kind of take you know um, if you cut Asia into half and you kind of take a look at you know the the, the China Iran border more towards the east. That that's where the biggest shortage is. You know Africa is is, is an emerging economy. There is major shortages in Africa right now for cybersecurity professionals. Uh, Latin America, uh, huge market, uh, emerging economies. When you have you know for example, you talk about Brazil, you know a, a, you know a, an emerging economy coming up globally and sort of speaking. But but yeah, majorly overall speaking, at least four million. I mean that's that's the that's the projection so you know the, 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 that's why this field is really hot and that's why you know and it's not going anywhere wow so 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 why the shortage ali like i mean clearly, clearly this
0: is a very high potential field i mean i mean it's not going away anywhere anytime soon or anything uh why the shortage are people not aware of this space is there not in, not enough uh, investment into edu- like uh, these kind of courses or like, like what's what's why what is creating this shortage
1: um there's multiple factors uh, that contribute to shortage. I mean, um, obviously, you know, we as, uh, you know, in our era, we're, we're adopting digital technology at, at a speed, which is, uh, you know, which is something that we have never seen historically before. I mean, if we just look at the last 20 years, just 20 years, we've gone from from VCRs to CDs, to DVDs, to USBs, yeah. to, to cloud, uh, you know, all that other thing has just disappeared. Um, and yeah. and 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 the way at which we're adopting technology, it's 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 exponential. Um, now the thing is, it's not just us that's adopting it. You know, we we are the we are the people that sit on the good side of the fence that adopt this technology. Yeah. But there are other individuals uh, that are you know that are um, that are sitting on the other side, and they're also adopting the technology, and they're also adopting yeah. the same technology that we're adopting. So so basically, you know, they you know we get better. They, they get better you know that, that, yeah. then then we kind of catch up then they get catch up it's like a, it's like a you know it's like that race right where where uh, you know there's a lot out there and uh, and so forth the other thing is um you know the, the that whole idea around being able to cause uh, damage physically um is is sort of is now being translated into electronic right and i mean most of our data uh it sits electronically whether that includes uh you know, in personal information about ourselves, where we live, um, who we are as an individual, from from a from a financial perspective, where we bank. Um, you know, who we are. Um, it's much easier to capture that information digitally than physically now. Yeah. And um, and you know, if you can get into a an enterprise organization and get access to five hundred thousand employee records and be able to to look at that information, I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot that you could do with it and so forth overall. So so. So with the with the adoption of digitalization, you know, being uh, being able to get more, uh, you know, more uh, more you know more digital you know organizations being able to get more advanced, um, you know, there, there's obviously that side that people need to catch up on, and that's where you know cybersecurity kicks in, and you know you obviously need to uh, you need to protect the organization and protect the risks uh, that the organization is uh, is susceptible to as part of this.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. So folks, I don't know about you, but this is some great information. Make sure you hit us up with a like and a share. Always appreciate those. Uh, now we had a great question, Ali. I just wanted to uh, wonder if you can answer this question. So shout out to Rushita uh, for asking this question. So Rushita said, what area of cybersecurity do you suggest for someone from financial services background, but with not much technical knowledge? Any, any thoughts on that, Ali?
1: Yeah, I think that's a that's a, that's a a great question, Rushita. And, um... You know, as part of my, uh, you know, my involvement at York University currently where I'm teaching cybersecurity, I come across a lot of students uh, that are actually masters uh, in in financial and, you know, in accounting and so forth. And they're looking for obviously career changes and so forth overall. Um, There's a lot of areas in cybersecurity where financial services individuals can play a huge part. Um, First of all, uh, when you start to build cybersecurity programs for organizations, uh, you start looking at your ROI and your and your cost benefit analysis or your CBA analysis. Um, you know, this is an area where, you know, technical individuals would not be able to obviously provide that level of depth that a financial, that an individual that has a very strong uh, financial services background can. Right. So looking at, for example, you know, building out entire programs for cybersecurity, looking at, you know, investments uh, from a product uh, employee Uh, Service, uh, you know, um, uh, location, and then started looking at the ROIs of that from a protection perspective. I mean, how do you put a how do you put a benefit cost against uh, you know against something that is intangible, right? Like, how do you justify uh, spending five hundred thousand dollars on cybersecurity every year uh, against, let's say, eight hundred thousand dollar reward or a protection and so forth and things of that nature? So, there's obviously a lot of risk analysis that needs to be done and usually uh, individuals that have that financial background can be really good risk analysts so so, right. so being able to to uh, to look into fields like you know risk analysis is something that you know a financial services professional can potentially branch into and start to get into uh, resources that have a lot of financial, a strong financial background, also tend to be good at audit because they're good with numbers, so they can actually see how uh, you know how how balance sheets and so forth are coming. That same knowledge can then be uh, applied into um, into IT audit and you know security audit and so forth overall. And, you know, could be transitioned. So starting to take a look at into fields such as, uh, you know, IT security auditors or, you know, uh, individuals that are providing certain compliance sort of uh, assurance services is another area. And then lastly, management. I mean, financial uh, individuals with financial backgrounds are usually also uh, in management positions. They're providing management expertise um you know they're they're providing uh, a number of different sets of uh, services around you know overall leadership and management and that's obviously an area in cyber when you start to take a look at some of the more uh, senior positions like the uh, like the uh, you know cxos or the cso's and so forth uh, a, 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 an individual with a strong financial background and perhaps a strong leadership and management background would do very well as a as a as a, a, a cso as well awesome awesome uh appreciate
0: you sharing that so I hope that helps let us know in the comments great question there so Ali, uh, moving on with the, uh, so since we were talking, I mean, I think Roshita's question was a great transition here, but what, so what's your advice overall to IT professionals who would like to transition into cybersecurity from other areas within tech? Like I'm talking maybe, hey, maybe there's a, I don't know, a, a developer out there. Maybe there's a systems administrator out there and they're wondering, okay, you know, cybersecurity seems like a, like a great field. I'm not specialized in this area. How can, how can they best navigate and get into this field? Like if this is what they want to do, like hundred percent, like uh, what are your, what's your advice?
1: Um, yeah, no, absolutely. So um, with IT, um, what what I would suggest is uh, obviously, you know, individuals that are specifically coming from IT, they, they have a base uh, knowledge around, uh, around some of the core areas around cyber. Uh, that would include, for example, identity uh, operations, especially if they're coming from a IT operations view and so forth overall. Um, if they're coming from IT governance they would understand governance risk and compliance uh, so my, my, my advice to, to these individuals is obviously to start to figure out your your you know your niche in cyber where you believe you want to focus on when you, where you think you can stay happy and stay motivated obviously because of your background like if you've spent 10 years or 15 years in IT uh, and, and, and you've been focused around operations, you're more likely to succeed and perhaps do better in security operations uh, just because your expertise on operations will apply directly into that field, into that area. Um, So starting to understand that niche and then starting to kind of focus around that is core. And once you perhaps get your your first, uh, you know, your first opportunity to work in that area, Then you start to basically focus on certifications. Um, I see many individuals, they they start to do certifications like right away and they want, you know, they're trying to get the CYSA plus. They're trying to be all those certifications. That's very good. However, you do want to make sure that your certifications actually match to the kind of work that you want to do and you want to be doing. Like you don't want to be a, uh, you know, you don't want to be a manager as an example or 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 a or a CISO in cybersecurity, you know having uh you know a certification for example in a plus which 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 is which is you know a little bit uh a little bit different right so you want to start off with something that you like Uh, you want to make sure you can get it and if you already have you know that experience in operations organizations will will be able to relate to that and will be able to take you in and then you grow in that field and you and you run through your certification programs uh you start to grow in the field obviously um Promotions are 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 quite fast in cybersecurity generally compared to other IT uh, IT functions as well. I mean that's a that's a fact, um, and um, and yeah. I mean I think I think that's probably the best way for IT individuals to be able to transition.
0: Awesome, awesome, fantastic. So uh, we got a shout out here from Pushkar who's uh, tuning in all the way from Dubai. That's awesome, fantastic. Uh, that we got a comment here. Unfortunately, you don't see the name, but apparently it looks like it's one of your students, uh, Ali. Thank you. That's on the books. Uh, You're a student at York. Awesome. So keep the comments coming, folks. Uh, Now, uh, for cybersecurity professionals currently in the field, Ali, like what trends do you see and how can they adapt or take advantage of these to advance their careers? Like what tips do you have for people already in the field?
1: Yeah. So so most of the time we talk a lot about uh, technical aptitude and sort of, you know, areas in cyber where you want to grow. And there's this notion around, you know, being 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 the best at what you what you do. Um, one of the things that I believe is also equally important is being the best in terms of who you know, right? So, you know, what you know is something that you keep with you, and you kind of grow into it while you work. But but who you know is actually probably equally more important, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you start to take a look at who you know, it's all about building your network. It's all about kind of expanding your different network zones. So when we start to take a look at sort of, uh, you know, professional networking uh, concepts, there's this concept of, of, of a red network and a blue network. Right. And, you know, blue networks are people that, you know, that are similar to you in certain areas. You know, they they're ethnically similar, religiously similar, geographically similar, whatever the case is. Yeah. And, and, and you tend to kind of gel well with them and, and you kind of and that's where you usually have your biggest network, right? Your, your blue network. The red network is the individuals that are different than you uh, in certain capacities uh, who themselves then have their own blue networks. Right. So wow. so, so, so 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 when people start networking they tend to focus on that blue network right uh, the, the people yeah. that they gel with the people that they can recognize well and all that stuff and and you know my my advice to them to to kind of if you want to grow in this field and if you want to grow even generally in any field is you want to reach out to that red network right and you want to and you and you want to expand your red network people who who may be different from than you in different capacities they might be senior than you they might be they might be you know a couple of years more senior than you or they might be junior than you but the fact is that they have their own red uh, they those individuals have their own blue networks so as soon as you connect into that red network you get access to their entire blue network right uh-huh. and, and 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 that expansion of networking is key because because if, if you can if you can become the best at what you know and you could become the best at who who you know then that combination is is literally unbeatable in the market. And, oh, and, I love that! I love that. And and basically, that's you know that that's what will what will contribute to your growth. That's what will kind of get you to that you know that 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 next level and that subsequent level, is uh is yeah. So so networking in addition to kind of uh, you know focusing on your core technical skills is key.
0: I love that! I love how you said that. Uh, focus if you can be the best at what you know and the best at who you know. I, I love that. Because it's so important. Right. And, and I love this concept of blue network and red network, because I think most of us, you know, we want to we want to, you know, we want to stay within our comfort zone a lot of times. And we just stick to, you know, people we know, people similar to us. So I think that's a huge asset. If you can actually uh, go out to your red network, so to speak, and then, you know, mesh with those people and then you get network, you get access to, you know, their blue networks as well, potentially. So I think that's a fantastic concept. Uh, so we got a question here from my friend Kieran. So Kieran, shout out to Kieran. Good to have you here, my friend. Kieran says, "Hi. Can you please share some ideas on building a career in cybersecurity? Are there any courses on cybersecurity that would give a better opportunity in this field?" I know you kind of covered this, Ali. But anything, anything you want to add?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good one. Um, look, um, you know, knowledge. You know, th- there's there's a lot out there. Um, when I, you know, when I was doing, uh, when I was kind of growing into the field. Um, you know, it's overwhelming the amount of knowledge that's there. You know, my, my view on this is that uh, take a step back, uh, understand the entire field and understand what is in the field. Right. So, you know, I talk about governance. I talk about, you know, technical. I talk about management, talk about, you know, uh, compliance, audit and then, you know, all the supporting functions around it. Um, start to identify the area that you believe uh you want to build your career in cybersecurity, and you cannot be the best at everything um you do need to pick a niche you need to pick something that you really want to focus on once you identify what that is uh then you can start to take a look at some programs and you know certain certain areas that would that would help you now uh i'm not sure kieran where you're logging in from i mean if if you're in canada there there's so many programs out there yeah he's Um, he's in toronto in Toronto, okay. So I mean, you know, in you know, in Canada, in Toronto specifically, there is a number of of programs that are being offered from uh, higher, you know, higher institutions such as universities and colleges. Um, uh, you can obviously check those as well. Um, uh, there are also uh, certification bodies that offer programs. So there is, for example, IC Square. I keep talking about IC Square because they have this certification called the CSSP, which is literally the gold standard when it comes to cybersecurity and uh, being recognized as a, as a true professional. Uh, but uh, but IC Square has certification programs, uh, training programs. Um, there's another organization such as uh, <clears throat> such as um, uh, uh, ISACA. Uh, ISACA is another independent uh, organization that governs uh, uh, cybersecurity certifications and related certifications and audit and so forth. And ISACA has their own training programs, and and, and so on and so forth. There's a lot out there. So um, you know, start start focused. Um, get a general understanding. There's a lot of content out there that will help you understand what the field is all about. Um, I'm sure if you uh, you know, I'm sure if you just search on uh, on uh, you know on Google on something like you know high high level areas around cybersecurity, you'll find a lot in there. Try to identify the one that you really resonate with, and you and you want to build, and you're passionate towards building a career into it. Uh, and then look for look for the the programs that will allow you to get into it, right? And at the Correct. same time, I mean, as you're looking at programs, start with the networking uh, area as well, and mm-hmm. uh, and start building your network. Great, great advice
0: there, uh, Ali. Thanks for that, Kieran. Hope that helps. Let us know in the comments. Uh, we got a comment here from Sumaya. So Sumaya says, instead of choosing, please choose two of us who are going to read the entire book can ask to have it it's just my opinion if you like yeah i mean good point i mean look uh Sumaya, ali definitely told me he wants to give away the books to people he knows that are gonna you know really appreciate it and read the books so Somaya, let us let ali know in the comments why you want to read the entire book and hey maybe he might pick you right i can't make any guarantees but absolutely Somaya, let us know in the comments uh, why this book uh, would be something very beneficial to you and, and definitely Ali will consider that. All right. But thanks for your comment, my friend. Uh then we got a question here from Abi. So Abi, shout out to Abby. Good to have you here, Abi. So Abi says, how do I function as a traditional project manager in cyber in cybersecurity in cyberspace?
1: Yeah, yeah, great. Um, <clears throat> there's, you know, uh the way that the way that the field is, um Abi, uh, you know, basically you have uh you have operations, which is, you know, your day-to-day activities and so on and so forth. However, organizations have this massive area where they're obviously implementing new initiatives around cybersecurity. As soon as there's a new uh, adoption of technology in an organization, they're probably going to have a stream around cyber in it or a separate function around being able to address it through cyber. So uh, in enterprise organizations, they will almost always be... A project management office or a PMO office that will have cybersecurity governance and you know uh, the, the the requirement to 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 provide a, a strong project manager in cybersecurity in that field overall. Uh, if you if you're intending to stay in 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 as project manager but focusing on cybersecurity projects, I think that will be a very um, a very seamless transition. Uh, for you to kind of go through and be able to do that, because there's always be projects around there. Yeah. Uh, if, however, you are looking to get into something other than project management in cybersecurity, um, you, you you probably want to see what that what that mean, in, means and entails. I mean, as a project manager as a project manager, you're probably focused on managing resources. You're probably focused on managing time. You're probably focused on managing budget. Right? These are the kind of like the three major areas of project management. So you know you want to look at your strengths you want to see you know are you good at people management are you yeah. good at uh, you know uh, budget management are you good at uh, timeline management and and if you're and if you're you know if if you're a strong set in there you might want to go into leadership positions in cybersecurity uh, positions such as uh, the chief information security officer the chief uh, uh, security officer and and uh, the chief risk officer, whatever the case may be uh, eventually you probably want to get to that stage if you you know if, if you're really doing well in in those three areas and you can manage people and all those kind of things. so so I think uh, for project managers you know transitions are seamless. Uh, I would encourage you to go into your organization, perhaps speak to the project management office, try to understand what cybersecurity projects are ongoing uh, and start to you know start to participate in those and then as you kind of get into it then you start to kind of work your way uh, upwards into, uh, into other areas in cyber for, you know, once, once the project completes, it's obviously going to get into operations. It's not going to just disappear. Right. So there's going to be a lot of work there.
0: Okay. Awesome. So Abby, hope that uh, Abby, hope, hope that helps out. And thanks so much for your question. So, uh, I definitely wanted to ask you Ali is, uh, what tips and advice do you have for the new graduates who are planning, you know, maybe they're close to graduating, maybe they've already decided, okay, I want to get into cybersecurity or maybe they're still in school and they're thinking, Hey, this seems like a pretty exciting field. Uh, what, what tips and advice do you have for those fresh new graduates, or, or those about to graduate, or still in school?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, as part of my involvement at York University, I, uh, you know, i, I have the uh, I have the privilege to, uh, I think, graduate about two hundred students per year in, from the wow. program, um, based on kind of just enrollments and how that looks. And it's been amazing since the last five years. Um, one of the things that I've always come across is that. Um, networking is obviously very important um you know almost everybody gets you know gets a job at the end of the day but um how you know how well you know how well do you get it and you know what type of position it is that depends on really the the other part of the network and and how how well you focus on that um you know my my view on that is if you're graduating from school you already have the technical knowledge uh you want to you want to start expanding your network you want to start to you know, start attending those conferences that are happening. There's a lot of online conferences now that are happening. Um, we've seen, I mean, specifically if we're talking about uh, Canada, we've seen you know a lot of uh, conferences with uh, Sector that happens every October. Uh, CyberX, uh, there's another you know organization that is doing a lot of online conferences. There's a lot of uh, other organizations that are doing con- IC Square. If you if you join the Toronto chapter, for example. Uh, they do a lot of organizations and and so forth as well so uh you know being you know being active in the community is very important um and starting to kind of know people and then as you kind of build that out and as you complete school um there should absolutely be no issues in uh, in individuals kind of securing a uh, a uh, a very nice uh, position so to speak
0: okay great great advice there so um and, and obviously I mean so there there is planning involved right so uh, yeah I think that and also another thing Ali is uh, how how important are co-ops and internships
1: um, co-ops and internships are uh, you know for for individuals that do not have any experience uh, yeah. at all and they just have a resume that just reads university and college and high school yeah. um, it's uh, it could be the difference between you know hiring, Hiring and, and 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 you know passing on. Um, right. From a recruiter, from a recruitment perspective, um, you know, a, a recruiter would look at a resume, an average for ten seconds maximum. Um, you know, they, they 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 get they get you know piles and piles of resumes and and profiles and so forth and they don't have a lot of time i mean they have they have they have, yeah. they, have uh, they have kpis and they have to kind of get somewhere so you know they would give you an average i would say maybe 10 seconds to look at your resume and if you do not have any work experience that's where your co-op and internship will count mm-hmm. um and you you know so so if, if, if a recruiter has two resumes one is just reading uh, college and university but no co-op and the other is reading college university and co-op obviously this one have a higher rating and be able to get sure. uh, you know Get to the top of the pile, as opposed to let's say the other one. So, if you if you have the option of doing co-ops and internships, and if it will delay your graduation by four months to eight months or even a year, um, I would encourage you to consider it, um, especially if you don't have any experience. Those four months or those you know those eight months, whatever that co-op period is, uh, it's insignificant to your overall career uh, once you graduate. Um, uh, because obviously, you know, your career would probably expand, you know, over 30, 35 years once you're kind of, you know, 40 years, perhaps, once you kind of graduate as well. So uh, so definitely, you know, consider that, uh, you know, be very, um, you know, be very ambitious about completing your co-ops and internships if you have the option to do so.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Great advice there. So we got a great question here from Damedra. So Damendra says question for Ali, what is what in your experience is a good way? for highlighting and addressing the cyber risks in the business to the senior management?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So so uh, so one thing that we have to understand is uh, as professionals in cybersecurity, we don't run the business. We help we help the business run smoothly based on managing risks right Mm -hmm. and usually at times that's the best way to communicate right so what happens is technical individuals you know they they obviously have that technical mindset and they would come to management and they would talk about something really really technical and talk about you know fixing something at a technical level Uh, management will most likely not be interested unless it addresses a business risk because 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 business, at the end of the day, needs to it needs to be profitable. You know, they need to be able to expand. They need to be able to grow and so forth overall. So, bringing in uh, cyber risks from a business perspective is actually the key to getting senior management attention, right? So, it's not like you know, I need to go and uh, purchase a new uh, firewall and a security information event management product because. Uh, you know, this one doesn't have this uh, amazing feature that the new one has, or whatever the case is, right? You got to come to management from a business perspective, and you need to tell them that if you know, if if we need to continue to sell this product, if we need to continue to grow our client base, we need to be able to detect suspicious events based on this particular profile. In order for us to be able to detect suspicious events based on this profile, we need to be able to enhance our current product and our current capability set, and we will need an investment of. Fifty thousand or hundred thousand, whatever the case is, right? And that's when you ca- capture their attention. So, so bringing the risks from a from a business perspective is key for cybersecurity professionals to be able to to to, to bring forth that to to management. Got it, got it. And,
0: and yeah, I mean, especially at the senior executive, like when you're having those, conver- I mean, it's it's pretty much a business conversation at that point, right? Like, uh, so and you know, I, I think this applies whatever field you're in, right? For those of you folks watching, maybe you're not in tech, maybe you're not in cybersecurity. You're speaking to senior level executives. So like it's It's a business conversation through and through. Like you have to be able to communicate uh, the impacts on the business, right? So so great, hope that helps, Damendra. Let us know in the comments. Uh, we got Tota Rakesh in the house. Tota says, hello, Ali, we work together, and thanks and congratulations for the book. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we got a question here from Somaya. So Somaya says, how can we start learning in this field? What is your suggestion for the first step? Uh, again, I think you've kind of covered this, Ali, but anything you want to add for Somaya in terms of advice?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously, um, you know, uh, find you know, understand what the field is at a high level before you get too too far into it. Uh, do some searches. Try to understand the different areas of cybersecurity where it is. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the book will will you know the, the book that, that that you know that I have uh, written along with my co-authors will talk about that as well. Um, from there, identify what you like. What is something that interests you? I mean. You know, uh, me and you, we cannot be the best at everything. We have to pick our niche. We have to pick what we're good at. Once you have identified that, then obviously you go deeper into that and you start to, uh, you know, enroll in programs if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, freshly into it uh, that will help you build that knowledge base. Uh, Start to focus on your networking. So if you're spending, uh, you know, 40 hours studying or 40 hours kind of building that knowledge, you probably want to spend at least. Uh, 10% uh, or 20% of that about you know five to 10 hours a week networking right building your network. These days, uh, networking is much more easier because everybody's remote. Yeah. Uh, you can even network with people around the around the entire world. I mean, I mean not just Canada, but you can even network with somebody in uh, in 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 Asia if you if you prefer, or somebody on far west of Canada if you prefer, and so forth. And I mean, the market is totally opened up, right, for for, mm-hmm. for professionals in in IT and professionals that can work remotely and so forth. So so I think you know starting off with a general understanding of what cyber is figuring out your niche focusing on your niche and then you know starting to enroll in in, in educational courses around your niche and in looking at uh in looking at networking is key
0: awesome fantastic so sumai I hope that helps uh great question there now ali you mentioned uh, you know that you lecture at york university right so can you let the viewers know like what courses you teach and for those interested like how can they sign up or like are they able to sign up like how does it work
1: yeah, absolutely. So, so after uh, after we graduated from York, um, York basically uh, called me back in 2000 and, uh, 2015 and they wanted to build out the cybersecurity program and, and so forth. So I've been on this, uh, on this journey with York since then. And uh, what I and my colleagues have done is we have worked with uh, the School of Continuing Studies at York University. We've built out a cybersecurity certificate program. Uh, that provides uh, basically uh, a a very uh, you know general and encompassing knowledge about what cybersecurity the field is all about, and then there are there are certain technical courses to it that go into a bit more deeper and so forth. So we've basically taken the certificate and split it into two. So we have the uh, the first certificate which we call the fundamental. It has about three courses, and then we have the second certificate which is more the advanced side and it has some additional kind of technical views and so forth. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, it's available on York university's website. It's very easily searchable. I mean, uh, you know, I'll be happy to share the links with you, Dean as well. You can pass it on to yes. the, in the audience, uh, in the, in the sense that the courses that, you know, the, the, cohorts are offered three times a year as part of the, the regular program. So there's the, uh, the January, the winter cohort, the summer cohort in May, and then the fall cohort in September. And then there's also an intensive program, which is a, a more sort of shortened version for corporate sort of organizations in which you can kind of complete. So each course is, you know, six weeks long, the the regular one. And then there's the intensive format in which each course is two weeks long, depending on how you want to do it. So the website has a lot of details. And uh, I'm sure, I mean, once you go to it, you can contact, uh, uh, you know, you can contact myself or you can contact York University directly and also try to find out more about that. And there's all the options around enrollment and be able to look at that if that's of interest and that's something that you'd like to do.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. So um, like, uh, and, and, you know, I think it's amazing, like uh, the way the opportunities and the momentum builds up. Right. So uh, I just wanted to add folks, if you get the opportunity to get involved, like more, just like how Ali, right. I mean, after he graduated, he got called back. And I think this also opened up a lot of doors for you as well, Ali.
1: uh, Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, uh, when you're, when you're, uh, you know, when you're, when you're looking at, you know, you know, teaching or, or, you know, providing, you know, some of these, uh, you know, giving back to the community, um, the networking just, uh, just uh, you know, it just basically, it becomes exponential, right? Uh, you know, when you're at work and you're, you know, you're just focusing within your teams and so forth, you're spending 40 hours uh, with the same individual. That's amazing. You build those deep relationships. But when you kind of branch out and start to give back to the community, um, it just, it's just exponential. You get to meet, obviously, individuals from different, you know different different backgrounds different places and uh, and absolutely I mean this has been uh, this has been a great opportunity
0: awesome awesome so we got uh, we got uh, so Rushita says thank you Ali very well explained uh, what starting certification should we look into to begin this journey so just to remind you Ali Rushita was the one who asked that she was in financial services and looking to transition into uh, cyber security so uh, anything you want to add um, in regards to starting certification she should look into
1: Yeah, look, I mean, um, if if you're very specifically focused on certifications, uh, I would encourage you to start to look at some of the base ones to get going. Um, There is a for analysts, specifically for security analysts, there is a base certification called CYSA plus cybersecurity analyst uh, and so forth overall. uh, if, you, if you want to get into IT uh, auditing and, and those areas, then the CISA or the Chief Info- I mean, uh, the certified information security auditor is a certification you want to look into. Um, so, so again, I mean, I think depending on, on the niche that you select, you'll see different kind of certifications there and so forth. And, uh, you know, I talk about that obviously uh, in the book as well. Uh, and there's a lot of content available online that will help you kind of figure that out. One of the things I do want to mention is uh, the CISSP certification. And um, uh, this is the gold standard in cybersecurity. And, and I can kind of repeat this because I've seen this not just in one geography. I've, I've seen this worldwide in uh, in different territories that I've had the opportunity to go and work with uh, US, uh, you know, uh, Canada, uh, Europe, Middle East, so on and so forth. Um, the CISSP is probably the most well-recognized internationally accepted and um, a highly respected certification that every cybersecurity professional I would encourage uh, to strive towards um, okay. and at least have it in, uh, with them. Uh, but, but obviously, you know, you don't limit j- j- yourself to just that. You want to build your career based on your niche and you want to kind of go from there as well.
0: Okay, awesome. So Rushita hope that helps uh, uh, to answer your question. Thanks so much for that question. We got Nilesh. So Nilesh says, hey, Ali and Dean, I'm working as a front end developer. How can I get into cybersecurity as well?
1: Um, okay, so front-end development uh, activities. Um, now, with front-end, uh, you're probably very good at coding and probably very good at development and and, and so forth overall. Um, in cyber, uh, when you start to take a look at kind of those 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 areas, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done in analytics. Um, Uh, This includes user behavior analytics, um, machine analytics, machine learning models, and so on and so forth overall. And um, as a developer, uh, you're most likely to kind of uh, be attracted to that area in the field. Um, uh, You want to start to take a look at uh, machine learning models in in cybersecurity products. So you want to start to take a look at you know, I'll, I'll maybe talk a bit technical, but you want to start to take a look at products like security information, event management, SIM products, uh, security, orchestration, automation, and response products, SOAR products, uh, user behavior analytics products, um uh, endpoint detection products, EDR products, uh, managed threat detection response products, MDR product sets. and and and, and you probably want to start to take a look at some of the perhaps the vendors or the service providers that are working in these domains because your skills are most likely matching the development side and the uh, and the build of those of those core areas that you can then transition and apply into the cyberspace. And start to kind of work on that so so that's kind of where i could kind of see a high level match based on some initial kind of views and obviously i guess getting to know uh you a bit more would probably probably uh, expand that okay awesome awesome
0: so uh nilesh hope that answers your question you uh you you're okay for a few more minutes ali i know we're reaching uh, the one yes. hour mark yeah
1: yeah oh, no, no, perfect, no, no, no. perfect, perfect all right
0: so we got a great comment here from mariam khan so mariam says i like the concept of red and blue network circles as an HR professional, having worked in talent acquisition and management, I will certainly agree with this concept. Folks looking for progression in their careers can grow from networking with not only like-minded individuals, but also by connecting with folks from different industries and functions. Getting a full perspective is always key to growth." Yeah, I mean, great question there. Uh, sorry, great comment there, Uh, Mariam. uh
1: yeah absolutely uh, and I, I also really like
0: that blue blue network uh, red network concept really really like that uh, abby says this is great information thanks uh, this is great thanks for the information Don't no worries abby uh domendra says thanks for uh the tips that you shared somaya says thanks as well so we got a question from kumar uh so shout out to kumar so kumar says would the program at york prepare graduates for the cissp certification
1: um so the program at York University uh, specifically, um, it's actually built around the CSSP. So the so the whole idea is that uh, the CSSP contains uh, what is called the Common Body of Knowledge for cybersecurity, the CBK rather, and the CBK is divided into eight domains, uh, which 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 basically is risk management, asset security, architecture, engineering, network security, security operations, uh, security in the system development lifecycle. Business Continuity and Disaster Recovery, and then Physical Security. Um, The program specifically at York University is actually designed around the CSSP certificate. So the whole idea is uh, students that are entering into the program, by the time they exit the program, they should have a very good idea and knowledge around what the common body of knowledge in in CSSP is. The, The eight domains that I just talked about. Um, and and they should be able to then go ahead and attempt the certification and so forth overall. So um, yes, the one at York is designed around the CSSP, and obviously there's others as well. Um, uh, I you know and uh, you know I would encourage you to obviously take a look at all of your options. You know I would be biased towards York obviously, but but do take <laughs> a look at all your options and uh, and you know do the best for yourself.
0: Awesome, awesome. Hope that helps, Kumar. Let us know in the comments. Uh, rushita says yes ali did clear out so many doubts thank you very much i was always interested in cissp but there are some requirements to do it how do we come around with prerequisites of cissp since i'm not from it background
1: um okay um uh, it's interesting because um uh in in order to write the cssp you do not need the experience and and, and that's something that uh, that many people uh, i guess they either they either miss that or or they or they don't understand that clearly, but but you can go write the CSSP tomorrow. Nobody's going to stop you. All you need to do is you need to pay the fees for the exam, and you need to sit in on the exam and you need to and you need to do the exam. Now what happens is after you pass the the the, the certificate you know the certificate, you need to basically apply for certification. In order for you to apply for certification, there needs to be uh, three conditions. At a high level the first condition is obviously you need to pass the cssp which you can pass uh, without you know having any you know you know without providing any evidence of experience the second is you need to provide five years of experience of working uh in the field and 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna qualify what that means the third thing you need is you need another cssp to endorse you so for example somebody like me to come in and endorse your application that you you do in fact you know fulfill the requirements yeah. now coming back to the second piece which is the uh which is the experience? You your experience has to match those eight domains that I've talked about. So so in the last question, I was talking about those eight domains and the common body of knowledge. Um, if you have worked at any point in your life around any of those eight domains, and, and there's a lot of things in there. I mean, if you're coming from a from a you know from a you know five year background in, in other areas, most likely you can match your experience to one of those eight domains. Uh, for example, if you, you know, physical security is a part of cybersecurity. Uh, if you worked as a security guard, uh, you know, taking the basic example, if you worked as a security guard, that experience applies to physical security. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and some people miss that, right? And, 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 so, and so on and so forth. I mean, if you worked in financial services industry, you're probably doing risk analysis. Risk analysis applies to cybersecurity. So all you got to do is you got to match your, your domains uh, into that as part of the application. You got to pass the exam. And you need another CSSP to basically endorse your application and and, and confirm that you are in fact uh, you know meeting the requirements and, and then basically you get certified. So 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 that's how that's how you need to kind of uh, build your mindset around uh, around attempting the the CSSP and uh, and and working towards it. Um, if you if you plan to write it without the full five years of experience, and by the way, if you have a bachelor's degree, you can almost. Uh, subtract one year so, so it becomes four years right and so on right. and so forth so there's many ways around this awesome awesome so rishita i
0: hope that helps uh, rishita says uh, great session thank you dean and ali and kumar says excellent awesome so ali I, I know we're at the hour mark now so i definitely wanted you to talk about your book let's talk about your book so can you tell the viewers like what what does this book cover and like who's this book for and, and what will the reader get out of this uh, this amazing book
1: great um so this book is inspired by uh, by by students. Um, uh, basically, when I when I when I started the program at York University with my colleagues, um, and we went through uh, a couple of cohorts. So in September 2016, we started the first cohort. Uh, we had we had students. Then we we had the second and third. Um, there was a common theme that I observed, uh, and the common theme was. Um, There was a lot of people that there was a lot of information around the in the Internet out there. Uh, And it was just overwhelming for individuals that are that are new to the field to kind of just understand what it's all about. Uh, You know, what is cybersecurity all about? What are the different fields? You know, where's the where's the market headed? You know, what's the best thing to kind of grow your career and so so on and so forth? I mean, there's a lot of information. It was overwhelming. And what struck to me at that point in time is, you know, students are asking the same question over and over again, and it's yeah. happening in every cohort. And why not, uh, why not put this in a consolidated format and present it to the world uh, in a way where uh, it's, it's straightforward, it's easy to understand, it will allow somebody to, to have a general understanding, but at the same time also be able to take that and then expand upon it as they kind of grow out into their niche. And they and they go and then keep it as a reference uh, for the rest of uh, you know for the rest of their careers and so forth. And that's when I kind of embarked that journey uh, with one of my my colleagues at York, my co-instructors, Goro, and then also Arlene Worsley, who are actually co-authors of this as well, is to go out and start to build this out and to start to bring this to the world in a very simple and concise manner. And that's what basically, you know, uh, we have done as part of this is that in this book, you know, I talk about uh, you know, building out a career in cybersecurity, what the field is all about, um, you know, how to transition into the field if you're coming from different backgrounds, just some questions that we're asking here. Um, what are the different areas in cybersecurity? How is the field changing as we adopt digitalization? So there's a there, 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 there's a huge section in there that talks about uh, the, the emerging technologies and how that affects cybersecurity, uh, yeah. such as cloud, autonomous vehicles, you know, uh, machine learning, um, uh, 3D printing and so on and so forth. And then there's a major kind of area that, we, that we, you know, that I talk about in terms of uh, certifications and uh, professional certs and, uh, you know, what that entails, uh, you know, what the positions are. And then obviously there's uh, there's areas in the book that talk about what are the different positions in cybersecurity. You know, technical positions are, are perhaps 40% of cybersecurity. There's still that 60% around management, analytics, and and so on and so forth overall. So it's basically a, it's basically a book that's been inspired by students And uh, and is there to 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 open the doors for people that are seeking uh, their way into the field and to have it as a as a reference book, as a book for reference for uh, for themselves, uh, you know, for colleges, universities and so forth overall.
0: Awesome. Fantastic, Ali. Thanks so much. And uh, also very kind of you to 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 be willing to give away two free copies to uh, some of the members in the audience. So shall we do the contest now? Like uh, I know you've probably been seeing a couple of great questions and great comments so uh yeah, I guess let's do it right now like uh, so if you can pick maybe your top two Ali and then uh, you know uh, announce the winners uh, who you think should get the book and uh, we can take it from there.
1: Yeah, no perfect. And uh, I mean Dean, uh, you know before I even do that I mean obviously uh, I- I'm just looking at the comments box uh, and just scrolling through them as well and and so forth. Uh, I'm really excited to see the, uh, you know, the, the collaboration and the participation uh, from different platforms. I think I see people from LinkedIn, from, from Facebook, from YouTube, everybody here. Um, There's some great questions out there. Uh, and uh, I certainly um, I'm glad that, you know, you found this helpful and so forth overall. Um, if I was to kind of take a look at, you know, some of the ones that were there um, at this point, I would uh, I would like to uh, nominate uh, Dean to yourself. Um Sumaya. Uh, Sumaya.
0: Okay, awesome. Sumaya, congratulations, my friend.
1: I, I, I believe, yeah, she might yeah, be some really great questions and uh, thank you for, 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 for asking those. Um, and, uh, you know, in terms of uh, uh, let me just go through there. Yeah. So I think uh, uh, I would like to nominate Rushita for the second.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So Sumaya and Rushita, congratulations. Uh, you are the winners of uh, the two free copies of Ali's book. So congratulations. So Ali, how can they coordinate with you? Can they message you on, on LinkedIn or how how can, you, uh, uh, how can you set that up with them? Uh,
1: sure. Um, I think uh, uh, whatever is the most uh, convenient path. I mean, uh, you know, definitely uh, I am. Uh, you can contact me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'll be uh, happy to kind of collect uh, your, your details there to be able to share the co- to a copy of the book. Um, if you are connected with Dean, I think they can come through you as well. Whatever is uh, whatever is the best way. There's no issues at all, and uh, yeah, totally comfortable. Awesome, fantastic. Um, and, and I so mean, awesome.
0: and I mean the. Go go ahead, go ahead, Ali.
1: Yeah, I, I was just going to say. I mean, I think everybody else has has been well participating as well, and I'm really glad to see the the, the collaboration here as well and so forth. And uh, I mean, the, the book is available on Amazon. Uh, it's widely available. So, folks, uh, if you if you do have an interest. Um, uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, you know uh, we'll be able to share the link to it. I think Dean on Amazon, we can do that, and uh, and people can have that. Absolutely. So
0: Sumaye and Rushida, congratulations to both of you. You asked some great uh, questions. Great participation. Uh, so if you can't find Ali on LinkedIn, just feel free to you know send me a message, and I'll connect you with Ali, and both of you can uh, you know coordinate and, and and get that free copy of the book. Amazing book. Uh, and so, yeah. If you guys, if you both can't find Ali, just feel free to uh, send me a direct message. I'll, I'll connect you with Ali directly. All right. So, and we had some great participation today. I just wanted to give a couple of more shout-outs before we end the session. Uh, from the comments, we got. Uh, let's see here. We got. Uh, Domendra says, really enjoyed the session. Thank you both. No worries. Mohammed said, excellent session. Uh, Mariam Khan said, great session, Dean. Loved your way of hosting to make the session engaging while reading comments from the live audience. Looking forward to attending more future sessions. Thank you for sharing all the valuable insights. Uh, the cyber CyberAli, all the best to all cybersecurity aspiring professionals. Great to have you here, Mariam. Appreciate the feedback, glad you enjoyed. And uh, Roshita says, thank you both. I hope my questions would have cleared out doubts of other participants. Also, I would love to read your book and get into cybersecurity. Awesome. And Deepthi says, great session. Appreciate your time and consideration. And yeah, it looks like Somaye is very, very happy and excited. Congratulations again, Somaye, and Ruchita as well is very, very excited. So uh, thanks so much. Now, now for Ali, for those who want to, uh, you know, connect with you or follow you on, on social media, uh, how can they best do that? And what can they expect in terms of content and, and stuff that you post on social media?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as part of my uh, educational uh, path and career, um, I take great pride and ambition in kind of growing the field and, uh, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, we, we continue to bring the right professionals into the field and we continue to grow the field and so forth. So my, my, my views and my, my focus is all around, uh, you know, helping share kind of some subject matter expertise, uh, with my colleagues. Um, you know, we're all part of that big, uh, big uh, red network, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 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 you know, so, so, so sharing, so sharing, you know, sharing subject matter expertise, um, helping, helping, you know, people that have now reached, you know, a particular stage to then start to start to, you know, onboard new, new professionals, and so forth. So I talk a lot about kind of mentorship, networking, um, uh, my particular area of expertise, like security operation centers. Um, I certainly talk a lot about that and so forth overall. So, um, you know, I would, I would, uh, I would certainly, you know, you'll see some of those themes as you kind of start to you know follow myself and start to take a look at some of those things uh in terms of visibility i, w- I would definitely say linkedin obviously is is the prime kind of social media network uh that uh, that is you know the professional kind of view in terms of followership and so forth and then obviously uh, i am on some other networks as well um including um uh, you know twitter uh instagram and so forth overall as well
0: awesome fantastic and and uh, i guess folks can search for you by by searching your your name here right cyber ali the cyber ali Yep. So folks, if you want to look up Ali on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, uh, also Facebook, just the search for his name as it is here, right? The Cyber Ali. And you should be able to find him. All right. But if you have any difficulties finding him, just send me a message. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm happy to share the links uh, with you as well. So folks, I'm going to wrap up the session. Ali, you shared so much great information. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it, my friend. You spent more than an hour with us and uh, you were kind enough to give away your uh, free copy of your book as well to two of the attendees. So Thanks so much. It's great to see you doing well, and, and so happy that that you're you you're doing so well since we've last spoken. And definitely look forward to doing more sessions like this in the future, and also staying in touch. So th- thanks again, Ali, for for your time and and uh, being a guest on the show. Th-
1: thank you, Dean, so much. I mean, I really enjoyed being here and uh, and speaking with yourself and the participants, and uh, really great, really great to be here. Yeah, thank you.
0: Awesome. So, folks, make sure you hit us hit us up with a like and a share. And thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Congrats again to Sumaye and rushita and thanks everyone else who, who tuned in and participated. all right everyone have a fantastic day and uh, see you around next time all right take care everyone